Welcome to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Your hosts for the next hour are... Sharon. And Skip Line Gang. Your, we are a married couple who, after 43 years of marriage, are working together as psychics and mediums, bringing you the finest techniques, knowledge, and information in the metaphysical, all the while keeping it real and down to earth. Well, we try. We believe that everyone has psychic abilities to some degree, and together we can teach people to do what we do and how to use your own gifts and tap into your own intuitive side. And Sharon and Skip regularly conduct more than 64 events each year. That's over five events every month for you to attend and learn from. The Psychic Spectrum's website is psychicspectrum.com, where you can learn more about the events we create and host and where they are. You can also see how to schedule a private reading or a talking to the other side appointment with the two of us. Now, a little later on in the show, we are going to be taking calls from you, and you can talk with our guest uh, that's in studio with us today. Um, so you can call in now and get in line if you want. Our call screener, Sharon, is in there. Hello, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. And the numbers are 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 or toll free at 888-298-5569. And we also should say a hi to our wizard behind the, the curtain. The wizard man. Yes, the wizard. Hello, we call him the hi. wizard because he's behind the curtain pushing all the <laughs> buttons, making us sound like we actually know what we're doing. Yeah. So, and now and we thank you for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now a word about our sponsor who's sponsoring our show. Ginger's Pet Rescue is one of the largest nonprofit pet rescue organizations in Washington State specializing in saving death row dogs. Those are dogs that have a limited amount of time before they're going to be euthanized. Um. As of this airing, Ginger's Pet Rescue has saved over 17,000 dogs. That's a lot of dogs. Now go to the website and find an adoption event near you. You can also volunteer to help at her events, mm-hmm. or you can foster a dog until they can be adopted. Ginger's Pet Rescue is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and accepts your tax-deductible donation. <coughs> that website, again, is gingerspetrescue.org. So now we're going to take a little break. And we will be back in just a few seconds. Hi, this is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show. And this Saturday, August 11th, our special guest will be the fabulous psychic Kelly Kelleher. She will be talking about her life as a psychic as well as doing readings for you. Tune in to see what is in your future. So don't forget the Jupiter Rising Show right here on Saturdays at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on KKNW Alternative Talk 1150. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. This hour is brought to you by the Ginger's Pet Rescue, and we're here in the studios at 1150kknw, Alternative Alternative Talk Radio. Our guest today is Samantha Ellen Ritchie. Samantha is in studio with us today, and Samantha, thank you for joining us. Yes. And -hmm. welcome. Say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. I love her. (laughs) I love her. We want to thank you for letting our listeners hear from you directly. And since this topic of Sasquatch, Bigfoot, peoples of the forest, the things that you can see or find out there or experience, we want you to talk uh, about these things and establish some credibility for you and your findings. Not that it's going to be that hard based on what we've seen. And so what I've done is Samantha gave us some pictures to put on our website at PsychicSpectrum.com. Now, as you're watching or listening to us on the radio, you can go on the website and watch by looking at 
the pictures that we've put up there that Samantha and, and Sharon and I are going to be talking about. Now go to PsychicSpectrum.com, click on the Samantha Ellen Ritchie page, and you can actually see the pictures that we're describing and talking about. And these are pictures that Samantha actually took on her high-speed digital camera. Should I describe it as that? A few of these actually was on a cell phone. Really? Camera. Really? Okay. Yes. A so few see, of these I earlier think you ones. Take pictures see, that's, on that's cool. So that proves that even even the novice could do this. Yes. So, okay. So, again, I want to announce that you, we, you, Samantha will take your calls. We have Roger on the line. Hang on, Roger. We'll be with you. But our numbers here are 425 373 5527, toll free at 888 298 5569. And if you have a question for Samantha, Please call, or if you want to talk about Bigfoot, your experiences, Sasquatch, gnomes, uh, fairies, garden fairies, sprites, little people, little people mm-hmm. of the forest, however you want to. There's a lot of words out there, but I'm going to let Samantha, through this conversation, explain these things. Because, I mean, we're still new. We've heard you speak at our showcase on Wednesdays several, what, times. several times now and show your pictures and present. So I love when she's there. It, it, yeah, the, the, it's, it's my favorite topic. The place mm-hmm. is full. We're at capacity for the you. room. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to call you a Bigfoot researcher uh, slash peoples of the forest researcher slash experiencer. Instead of <laughs> That's a, con- a nice long title. <laughs> Instead of a contactee, you are an experiencer. I would like that to fit on a T-shirt. Experiencer probably is the... I'm just reporting on experiences. Yeah. And that, that makes me a researcher, too, because of the fact I am uh, delving into things a little bit deeper than just someone having an incidental a contact with them in the forest. Oh, okay. Good. So That's true. Tell us a quick about yourself. You're from <laughs> Kentucky. You're now local to the Seattle-Tacoma area. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to say this. Did you believe in this before it ever happened to you? Um. I don't think it was a question of non-belief. It was a question of not even thinking about it. So I have heard about this. I mean, um, matter of fact, um, my earliest uh, uh, recollection in the 70s was I did remember seeing the the paddy, which is the one that walks across the creek. And that was that was the uh, Patterson-Gimlin film from 1967. Oh, so you're you're saying you remember seeing the film? I remember seeing that. Not the actual no, no, no. Okay. I've seen the film and, you know, a question. I know that was and, cool. You know, the, the the debunkers, of course, were basically saying it was just somebody in a big yeah. ape suit. And, yeah. of course, there's too many there's too many things about that film that disprove that. That's what I understand. And, and then, and of course, then I saw some. Incidentally, Bob Gimlin uh, was just so happy. Oh, I don't know if I should mention. I, I, uh, he, he just showed up at our camp yesterday. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I actually went was down at Bumping. Uh, I was down on the other side of Mount Rainier, and uh, <clears throat> so, uh, but um, he he was the one that was uh, part of that. Oh, you know, wow! That, interesting. He got firsthand experience. Uh, yeah. people that can yeah. talk about it. Oh, yeah. wow, that's cool. So, what got you into looking for the Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and then eventually the peoples of the forest that come and go in there, live in there, whatever we want to say? I'll let you describe that in a few minutes. But what got you into this all of a sudden? What activated this in you? Um, well, part of it seems to be uh, a draw uh, originally from, you know, not, um, I really 
felt it was just like the uh, little people and all the other things, the gnomes and Bigfoot. And it was just kind of a fictional character mm -hmm. up until the time I actually was uh, moved back here. Something drew me back to Washington from Kentucky. I actually been here before, but um, in 2002, I moved back here. Ah. And, of course, I went through a period of time where I was uh, kind of driving out towards, uh, I telecommute, you know, for my job. Oh, so yeah. I was actually going out to Enumclaw yeah. area. And um, until about 2010, when my uh, my spouse passed away from cancer, oh, so uh, that that made some serious changes and uh, drew me out even closer. Mm -hmm. So I went past Adam Claw and, and got to a place called Greenwater and ran Beautiful into. Place. Um, I I wanted to kind of be there more often, so I got a, I, I purchased an RV, parked it at the local uh, tavern, mm -hmm. and actually rented a spot uh, nearby. And uh, actually got in contact with a gal named Barb Shoup, who was uh, was already having experiences. Uh, so she was describing some footprints that were actually cast in in the glass display counter. And I thought, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> this is just knowing that that, that could possibly be yeah. real. And so in the course of that was 2002, 2003. In the course of the passage of time, I started hearing the howls myself and I started experiencing Various things like mm -hmm. uh, would set up a campfire and my uh, I eventually bought a piece of property and my fire pit. I was setting up a fire there and went in the RV for a minute and then I came back out and something kind of started screaming and running away from the fire pit because I spoofed because I came back oh out. Oh, my gosh. And it ran into the woods. So <clears throat> it kind of led into uh, eventually we had these campouts that we were sponsored that uh, Barb was sponsoring. And I went out to an area where uh, she was showing a snap, and uh, we came across what we call a, uh, what looked like something jumping down. And it was a, uh, uh, it was described as something black jumping down off a limb. But her iPod was on, is actually focused on that. So wow. the camera picks up things where eyes don't. That's and so true. And then later on in the camp, she actually uh, put it on a larger computer or surface. Uh, Microsoft Surface, and was able to look at it a little closer, and she's going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she's looking at it, and it's a translucent being jumped down, just like you see in the film Predator. Yes, the Predator, yeah. 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 So jumping down, and we were all just awestruck Oh, my that. gosh, I would, too. I'd probably so, not going camping. Yeah, that was, um, that was uh, September 11th of 2014. Wow. And uh, uh, I know I have a series of pictures here. I think I didn't put them quite quite the other but if you go down a little bit further if someone's gone on the uh the psychic spectrum website at my link um you'll find some strange looking um uh portal orange portal picture oh, yeah that's oh, one, you mean one of the down a little bit further on there. yes one of the pictures yeah i mean i i know the first three i i might want to talk about that first but the the thing i came across in the i think it's the one two three the fourth and fifth picture I want to talk about that for a second. Okay. Because um, what happened on September 12th, I decided, someone told me if you just go up the trail and don't bring any electronic recording equipment. My whole intent was after that awesome experience with the cloaking Bigfoot or cloaking entity, uh -huh. I wanted to go up the trail and actually have an experience with Sasquatch. I mean, that would, meant more to me than trying to record it or anything. Yeah. Like, having, I, I guess I was expecting to come and walk up to me and, and shake my hands or You're something. You're brave. <laughs> no, I, I really did want that. And, and, and I, I'll, uh, I eventually did have that experience, but, but not quite up close. They as didn't shake like, your hand. <laughs> no, but they were right there interacting with wow. me. Wow. So that, 
But but what what I came up in the trail, I saw some. There was some really high wind, just in this one area, and this like energy was just oh. unbelievable off the chart. And I was feeling it's affecting me in a euphoric sense. Uh-huh. I was just going, oh my god, throwing my hands up and just kind of like going, hello birds, hello trees, oh, wow. hello little people, hello bigfoots, and and I it was just I don't know why I was feeling like that. So you were taken into the moment. Was, the, yeah, the someone's yeah. taking me it. in the moment. Yeah. And, uh, that high energy, and, and then I looked over to the side, and then the sun was shining. I looked over, and I see the shiny thing. I'm thinking, what's, I thought it's a piece of metal on the ground. You know how it glistens, yeah. really bright, orangey-red type, type of color. I got a little bit closer. It was actually reflecting off midair. Yeah. And what was, it wasn't even reflecting off midair. It was a glowing, it, it's just like a lightsaber from Star Wars. It oh. had that glowing, there. it was yeah. just a. Oh, a glowing cool. beam of light. Actually, there were four of them. They were shaped like Zs. They looked like what was in the picture. That is not the actual picture of it. This is my recollection of it, and I did a, an animation of it, which isn't here, but um, I do have that on my sites. Um, but um, what happened was I saw this four-light structure, and then I couldn't keep my eyes off. I looked at it and says, Oh, my, you don't see that every day. And there was no fear whatsoever in looking at this thing. So I just cautiously, I wasn't going to get close to it. I didn't didn't want to end up going somewhere. Well, yeah. You know, it was so a portal. Could that, could that energy that you were feeling, the, the joyous energy, could that be Oh, I that? think that was part of the whatever was enveloping that whole area. Okay. Kind of put me in in, in a thin veil situation of uh, between probably dimension. You know, I'm going to just flat out say it. Probably. And it allowed me to see things that probably were there. But, but, yep. Uh, And and real quickly, I turned away and then I looked at an orb. All of a sudden, a big orb appeared about the size of a beach ball. And it kind of, it it was glistening orange and it had electrical energy around it. And then it slowly moved in in between the four rods of this light structure and pulsed very slowly and just faded away. And this whole thing lasted almost a minute. So the four things on the ground could have been like its, its station. They were in the air. It was in the air. Yeah, but but oh, I'm sorry. But but I, mean, on, but, but, but I came station? back two weeks later and actually, on the second picture, I actually show a perfect triangle that was cut into the ground. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But oh, that's now cool. that's picture number five on our website, psychicspectrum.com. Yeah. So, so unbelievably, it was sheared. I mean, it looked, if there were roots or rock or anything, it was just like it was shaved right across without, like a laser did it. But it could have been, what I saw maybe was the invisible part of this, this structure and, and didn't see the invisible part that might have been setting directly on the ground. Yeah. And when it took off, it took off what it, it didn't crunch things down. It literally took it with it. Wow. So I love So that was stuff. your first uh, real experience of an energy entity out that was, there and that was a, like a, a over the top experience. Yeah. And, yeah, and then definitely. that that in turn led to the first three pictures of my direct interaction with uh, the Sasquatch. Okay. So I don't know if you wanted to Let, let's break there okay. and you, and let's oh, go ahead. Did you pitch yourself to see if it was real or dream? Oh, I knew it was real. Oh, you knew it was real. I knew okay. it was real. I didn't have to do that. All right. <laughs> now let's take a call. I would. We have a call. I want to announce the numbers one more time. Call us if you have a question for Samantha or you want to talk about your experience. Maybe get her input on this. The number is 425-373-5527 or toll free it's 888-298-5569.
And Roger in Tacoma, let's take that call. And I appreciate you hanging on the line for as long as you did while we got this introduction and built into our segment here. So, Roger, hi. How are you? Uh, good. Okay, welcome to the uh, Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. And do you have a question for Samantha? Um, or us? Well, uh, how often do they uh, see these things? Uh, it's well. It's it's not a, it's an every it's not an everyday experience. Obviously, there there's some highlight experiences that I talk about, and the, this is over the uh, unbelievably. A lot of them took place in the first uh, the years of 2014, 2015. But since then, I've uh, acquired uh, pictures and, and awesome some other kinds of experiences like stick stick knocking and. Uh, other indications of these en- of entities being around in addition to the Sasquatch. So I've been exposed to a ho- whole lot more. The world is a lot bigger than just the Sasquatch, and uh, we're becoming more and more aware of that, especially in the last two years. Now, Roger, I have a question. Are you an experiencer, or do you have any knowledge about these things that you've experienced? Uh, no, no. I just I just wondered if everyone could see them. Oh, okay. Um, oh, the- they they do they are seen every so often. We yeah. actually have people stop by the general store. They actually keep a log there, um, and over the past few years, and Pete, you know, anybody that's seen something, they'd write it in, it. and it's kind of interesting going through that book. And you're you're seeing, well, I was just driving down the road, and I looked behind my rearview mirror, and something just ran across the road, or sometimes right in front of them. Uh, one of our uh, associates in our campout group just recently was just driving just up from Greenwater. And saw one cross. Saw something. It was it was larger than a bear. It, it couldn't have been a bear because of the speed, but it's it was on all fours, and it and its stride was so huge it ran across the oh, road. Wow. It was jet black. Now, the general store. Where's the general store? Oh, it's so in you, Greenwater. Okay, so they, uh, you could probably throw a rock and you go uh, from one end of Greenwater. To the other. <laughs> and it's yeah. not quite that bad, but it's a, it's a very quaint, small little uh, okay. tourist community. Okay, so people yeah. could go there. Where, oh yeah. Uh, okay. Where where's this Greenwater? Uh, if you go to Enumclaw and you go on Highway 410 and head out toward uh, the Crystal Mountain Ski Resort area, um, they were located about 17, 18 miles uh, past on uh, past the Enumclaw uh, 410. Yep. Okay. You mean way up there in the getting mountains. up there? Yeah, I, we are. We are in the mountains, basically. <laughs> okay. I, now I want to so take a coat, Roger, if you're going to go check it out. Yeah, it gets chilly up there yeah. even in the summer. Um, I uh, want to throw something in here. Um, Roger, before I do this, I'm going to ask you, do you have any other questions for Samantha? No. Okay. No, that's it. Thank okay, you thank, for calling thanks in. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Okay. Now, I want to throw into this that there is a place, it's called the Natchez Tavern that's in that area, and since you pretty much live up there, mm-hmm. um, you obviously would go in there, and you know, not that you're a particularly a tavern person, but I'm just saying that you would go in there and you go to the general store, you go to the other places up there. So Nothing you're, wrong with a tavern person. No, but you're considered a local ah. and you're, you're pretty well versed on this. You have a lot of time up there. So like if Roger wanted to go up there, um, I would suggest maybe starting out at the general store, the tavern or wherever or what, how, what would you say? The general store, usually um, on Monday and Tuesdays would be a good time to talk to uh, Barb because mm-hmm. she's there. Um, myself, um, everybody knows who I am. So I'm mm-hmm. very, very active in the community, taking care of things and, yeah. and very well known. Uh, so 
could literally go into any of the stores uh, there and say, hey, uh, we're looking for Sam Bigfoot. Bigfoot <laughs> Sam or Sam Richie. And they'll know exactly uh, who you're talking about yeah. and probably could point you in the right direction if, if, uh, if someone made an ad hoc visit up here. Although that's, that may be hit and miss a little bit, but, but uh, it wouldn't be hard to find me. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Good. Okay. I think we're going to end up taking a little short break here. So in a moment, Samantha's going to talk about specific contacts with Sasquatch. We have pictures on the web- website, like I said, at www.psychicspectrum.com. Click on the Samantha Ellen Ritchie tab, and you'll go and see the pictures. Uh, you can see the proof yourself, so go there now at psychicspectrum.com. Keep calm, radio. I'm your host, Bill Morrow. We will discover ways to keep calm and chill, keep calm for real, keep calm and deal with life's ups and downs. Keep Calm Radio. Please tune in on Fridays, 1.30 p.m., debuting Friday, May 4th. Keep Calm Radio at KKNW, 1150 a.m. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The Psychic Showcase is a weekly event that Skip and I have put together, and we've been doing it in five for like eight years. We've been doing it since about 1999, but eight years in five at the Poodle Dog Restaurant. They have really good food, and by the way, they have fish tacos that are really good right now. Um, it's called the Showcase because... We have most speak. We have a lot of speakers and readers and astrologists and palmists on the West Coast. We have the best ones. I feel they're the best ones. <laughs> uh, this event is a weekly event every Wednesday evening. Five dollars to come in. You get a free psychometry uh, reading. Is uh, and for the ones that may not know what that is, it's where we take an object like keys, rings, whatever, and the psychics read the energy off that piece and give you a little mini reading for free. Uh, you can have dinner there, so you can order off the menu, desserts. Uh, the doors open at 5.30 on Wednesdays uh, for readings ahead of the show, and then the show starts at 7 p.m. Uh, so if you want more information or more anything else about our events, just go to our website, psychicspectrum.com. All right, and we're back live, and this hour is broadcast from the Ginger's Pet Rescue Studios here at uh, 1150 KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Before we get into uh, some more, I want to make sure that, that we got out there that Samantha has a book mm-hmm. that she's written, and she's working on another one, I think. And I'm yes. holding it up, those of you that are watching it streaming live. And it's called what, Skip? It is called um, The Sasquatch Journey Through the Veil. Okay. So it's available on Amazon, too, by the way. Oh, is it? Yes, okay. The Sasquatch Journey Through the Veil. And you want to give out your website so people will know where to go? Yeah, be sure to check. Uh, we had some links on the website, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. do we? Okay. It's, yeah. it's at the bottom of those pictures. You can yeah, see Yeah, there's it. quite a few. Oh, so, okie yeah. dokie. So the topic today is Sasquatch, Bigfoot, and the people of the forest. So let me go back. One thing, you made a comment earlier. You said that the camera picks up things that the eyes don't. Mm-hmm. So explain that and how you look at a picture and then you perceive or or pick out the area that has the picture of the Sasquatch uh, or the little people in the forest and how you can highlight and do your your little trick with the pictures so we can see them plainly. 
before she gets into that, would you give the phone numbers one more oh, time? Oh, yeah, I forgot. want to call in and it's, ask questions? Call, ask questions, talk about your experience. It's 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. And we probably should also say if they have any psychic questions, they can ask that too. It's kind of a mixture of, sure. you know, yeah. since we're going through the hour. But um, back to your 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 statement of the p- camera picks up what the eyes can't see. How do you f- pick those out and refine well, them? Well, what's, what's interesting is, remember I said, now, um, I might tie it into what I did. I was using a cell phone only for about, oh, six months at the most. And it just so happened, obviously, it's what I was picking up the experience. And let me, let me talk about this real quick, and then I can lead into the mm-hmm. whole thing about okay. the camera. Uh, it just so happened on October 12th, it, you know, September is when I had the awesome experience with that light beam and everything. Uh-huh. So on, on October 12th, it went up to the same area. And it's always in the same area. And I, really? I, I coined the phrase Field of Dreams because it, it really has that magical uh, uh, thing about it. But you why? Know? Do, you, do, you, do you know As why? So many things show up. It, it could be it like could a, be an energy vortex, a vortex of sorts. And it creates that a thin sense. veil for that. Yeah. Hence, the journey through the veil is really a reference to that Got area. It. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just so happened to go up the trail, and it was a really bright day, and I, there was a ridge over on the right where you could look up, and you could actually see with sunlight you have shadows. Okay, so the shadows below the, the, the tree line, and you could see it is a certain darkness, but you could still see through it, and you could still see the leaves and branches underneath it. But there was these two trees over on the side of the ridge that when you looked between it, you could see nothing. Okay. It was darker than um, it was darker than the shadows. Now, that's that's abnormal. OK, you might say, well, it was just in deeper. Well, no, because it was this, the ridge was right there. So why is it, why is it so black there? Good point. And then the other thing that was kind of uh, kind of spooky about it was the fact that it was way it was it had a, a like a, a vibrational wave to it, like a mirage. Like when you the look heat on it, coming off the yeah, road like or a something? heat coming off the road. You, when you look over it, it has that. It, it kind of moves. Oh wow! And uh, so I'm looking at this thing, and I'm yeah, and I can't see through this. So I made an assumption, which I'm glad I did. I just assumed it was had to do with a Bigfoot. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So I walked up a little bit closer, and then I I waved at it at this blackness, and then I took a cell phone picture. And then I, I waited about 15, 20 seconds, st- uh, stepped up a little bit closer, and, and, and waved again and took another picture. Well, what was uh, I didn't think anything of it until I, now it's a cell phone picture, so it was only an 8 megapixel uh, mm-hmm. image. And megapixels determine how much detail you can have and yes. how much you can blow up a picture, you know, if you're enlarging it. Well, I took it and put, the secret was putting it on my computer and using photo enhancement tools. Mm-hmm. Not to change the photo, but to actually enhance certain things that are already there. You can take. Yeah. So I took that darkness. I, I lightened up everything and was able to use certain tools to bring clarity. And, and what I saw between the tree was what you're seeing. This is not this is I, I made it in black and white on on, on the psychic spectrum uh, page. Uh, but the very first one is what you see is is the body of a Sasquatch between the two trees. Stand, that blackness that there. you see. Yeah, just standing there. Now, that's actually the second picture um, where he's the first picture is where he's actually uh, he's he's uh, waving at me and he's actually smiling. So he waved back. He waved back in the first picture I took. The second picture is actually you can see that on on the second picture. 
right here. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you can see him. Wow. You Come see him awake. Look at that. That is amazing. <laughs> just get up. Get off okay. the chair for a minute. That is just amazing. Facial, face, eyes, oh nose. Yeah. So he's actually holding the branch and he's, he's basically doing this trick. That's so mm-hmm. cool. You know, like this. You can actually see the part on, you know, he's got a Will's Peak thing going yes. on here and everything. Yeah. It's big, very big, clear. Big nose and, and even the teeth of the. Wow. So, so that was the, the first picture. And the second picture where he's actually turned his head to the side and he's now instead of waving, he's pointing at me. So that's telling me the storyline there is there's another uh, Sasquatch. Yeah, he's telling mm-hmm. someone. Hey, check this out. <laughs> well, see, the, here's the clue. They assumed I saw them. I just went, you know, they didn't know that, that I couldn't see through it. Right. They just assumed I had x-ray vision. I could see that. So, well, yeah. I might as well go with the moment. <laughs> so, so that was, okay, so that's when I really got into this whole thing about enhancement. So I, I, the secret was really taking what's there, and, and uh, you, let's go back to our eyes for a second. You know, our eyes, our vision. Our eyes can, there's two things that happen. First of all, our eyes only pick up a certain spectrum mm-hmm. in the color mm-hmm. uh, from a certain low red uh, part of it to a violet, but when it comes to ultraviolet, we don't they, have we it. don't see that. That is a color. Yes, but we don't. But, it, but we it, can't see it. But what we do see, if if a, if an object was completely ultraviolet and no other color, what you would see is jet black darkness. Oh, really? Because what nothing's reflecting back. Because our what is reflecting back, but the cones in our eyes. Those little radio receivers that pick up certain ranges of color yeah. can't respond to it. So all the brain thinks is it's just black. It's mm-hmm. just the absence of something. That makes sense. Okay. That's why you see so much of when they talk about it, they're always in the shadows. Just because they go into this ultraviolet color and they just appear ex- extremely dark. Can't see any detail or anything like that. That makes So a I lot believe sense. part of this misting, uh, there could be other things involved. I'm really am fascinated by the whole stealthing uh, cloaking and the whole way that they're able to conceal themselves like this. So uh, what I found was, okay, now that I got these pictures, I'm finding some tools on, and I was using a paint shop, mm-hmm. you know, to use. Uh, um, uh, okay. What do we have? No, no, no. We have no, a break no. coming up? Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're trying I'll, to read I'll do this sign, a little bit. Sign language I, I, here. I, I, I got the experience. Expediated version <laughs> of this, um, but I was able to take certain tools like like uh, sharpening, enhancing, uh, lighting, clarity, uh, brightness, contrast. So yeah. any combination of these things, I was able to actually extract certain detail that you wouldn't normally see with your eyes. You like actually see it like we see on picture yeah. number yeah. two on our website. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I love it. I, 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 I really had pictures. to work with that. Now the third photo is where I took three separate photos of the first two pictures I took. Uh, you, see, you can actually see um, the body a little bit. You can see the body in the first two pictures. The one where he's waving at me. The second one's where he's pointing at me and turned his head. And the third one was a com- was a baseline or a comparison picture I took a little bit later on to show that it wasn't just a tree that was standing there that was moving <laughs> right. around. Yeah. Uh, you can actually see branches in the third portion of this uh, um, picture where it's it's concealed in the first two. Mm-hmm. That's see. why I like Samantha's picture. She makes she can show you how when nothing's there, it had right. to be something because there's nothing there. Well, I I you know and 
although I've I've sharpened my skill. I can actually look at a picture now. I can see things that most people can't now. Yeah. But I can appreciate most people when you start out. Yeah. I don't see nothing. I get that <laughs> a lot from people. So my my endeavor has always been to bring out. Even though I see it, I need to enhance it to the point where average people can actually see these things. It does make it easier. Yeah, and hence, and hence the reason I wanted to go. I I I upgraded to a, a twenty-four megapixel camera. I use a Nikon now. Oh wow! Well, yeah, that. And I plan to even go even higher, but it, it's huh? a it's a cost factor. Yeah, you know. But you know, even the the presentations you've given at the Psychic Showcase in in in, in uh, Fife that we put on, the you show the picture first. The audience, some of the audience goes, yeah, I can see there. Some once in a while you hear, oh yeah, but. Most people go, I know, so yeah, I don't no, see it. So then all of a sudden, you show the enhanced picture, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like, whoa! Everybody's <laughs> like just blown away from these things. Well, and sometimes, as you notice, I I'm trying to like do. I'll put the enhanced picture, and then I'll put uh, one next to it, the yeah. same one, but I'll put the yellow outlines yes. around, mm-hmm. and yeah. then you go back and forth with your mind, especially yeah. with the little people. Yeah. You say, Oh my God, I can see it now. Oh, yeah, but uh, you know the little people, that Sal guy. Oh yeah, he's yeah. freaky. Now, we have Sal really on is. our website. Yeah, he's down a little bit further, I think, on the uh, page. Go down to Sal. Let's this talk guy, about him real quick for a couple you, minutes. Once you see his picture, yeah, well, he's, 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 he's like six inches tall, He's the tall, last right? two pictures, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I'm never going camping again. Okay, it's so the last two pictures on our website, psychicspectrum.com, and click on the Samantha Ellen Ritchie tab, and then scroll down to the pictures. Unless they want to come out and clean my campsite while I'm sleeping. That would be nice. They might do it if well, you ask. Well, they might <laughs> if I ask. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? We're really expecting you to do it. <laughs> so, okay, so that you've on the first picture, you just show what you took a picture of. The yeah. second, mm-hmm. the b- very bottom picture, the next to the last yeah. picture shows what you've taken a picture of. The last picture actually shows enhanced, uh, blown up area of Sal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's the same pitch. It's the same part of the photo. And keep in mind that even the one that that the the, the first one is is only a small portion of the main photo. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, matter of fact, when I uh, I'm not I didn't show it here, but now this was in uh, this was in December, in between the snow. Uh, it was just last year, mm-hmm. 2017. So when I took this picture, it was up at that same ridge that I was discussing earlier, and I was looking at the photo at first because I was just standing at a certain spot by this log. And the first thing I noticed was looking up and seeing a young Sasquatch that was peering. I said, man, that's pretty clear to me, you know, that he was just watching. I was so focused on that. And then, you know, I get around to looking at the rest of the picture. And then I look straight down below him and closer into right where I was standing within eight feet to ten feet. I'm looking down. Oh, my God. That, you know, first he looks real small because I didn't enlarge that part. says, Looks like a little man. It does. So I started enlarging the picture up, and and I said, "That can, you know what? There's no way in the world that that can be anything else but a little man." And it's it's got human features. It's got it's got too many of the details. Okay, and hence the name Sal. We'll talk about that when we come back <laughs> from this little quick break here. But uh, don't be afraid to call us. Also, Sam is more than willing to answer any questions you have. Yeah, oh, we're yeah, also going to talk about how you contacted or came into contact with Sal and found out the information. Uh, again, I'm going to, before we go, our call-in numbers are 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. 
So we're going to take a little break. From the Alternative Talk Radio KKNW. That's right. And go ahead and tell the people about our next event. Oh, I, I am the break. Okay. <laughs> okay, we had a talking to the other side um, last Saturday. Or was it two Saturdays ago? No, it was last Saturday. Last Saturday. Last Saturday. And as always, we do it the first Saturday of every month from 7 to 10 p.m. back down at the Poodle Dog. And um, we it's a group setting. It's, we spend three full hours answering many questions, psychic questions, answering other metaphysical questions, as well as connecting with people that have passed over. So if you ever have a need for that or you're curious or interested, feel free to come on down that first Saturday night of every month. It's 20 bucks, and you're going to have dinner. And uh, we just have a really fun time. And it's at the Poodle Dog Restaurant in Fife in one of the conference rooms. And you can find out more information about it at our website. Like Sharon said, it's the first Saturday of every month at uh, PsychicSpectrum.com. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Well, we're back live and we have Samantha Ellen Ritchie in the studio. And we've been talking with her as a Sasquatch researcher. We're ready to take some calls if you want to give your little fingers some exercise and dial in. Um, so if you really have a question about the Sasquatch or little people or a psychic question, feel free to dial at the numbers Skip gave you. Uh, is it, It's 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Even if you're a person who doesn't believe, mm. call in and let us know how you feel about Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Little Peoples of the Forest, which brings me back to Sal, yes. which is a, a little guy, you say about six inches roughly tall. Based on, well, on, the, based on the log and everything I measured. Yep. <laughs> okay. And Sal has a very human face. Now, very if you go to human. the website, psychicspectrum.com, click on the Samantha Ellen Ritchie tab, scroll down to the very bottom. It's the last two pictures. Sal is there, and you can see these things. So let's do this. I want to know... I want the people to know that are listening how you came in contact with this other than the picture. In other words, how you contacted or connected with him and found out his name. Well, that's that. That's where, it, uh, as, you, as you probably well know, that um, in the course of all this, especially I made this point in the book, that I think the whole point of being driven, not driven out there, but drawn out there, has has to do with a psychic connection. And uh, I just realized as Time went on, especially in this last decade or last eight years, that I was developing more innate uh, empathic abilities, like being able to do readings, mm-hmm. and so I it, it became pretty clear that I was picking up their vibes and their their thoughts and their um, um, their emotions, mm-hmm. you know. So at first it was the Sasquatch, and I know I made a connection with them because I had multiple experiences with them that. Uh, I mentioned, and, and you know, there's too many to actually mention a show like yeah. this. Oh, definitely. But I, I, I picked up the distinct feeling that they wanted to introduce me to the little people, and that's why they started making themselves more visible. That and, makes and you sense. did this with awareness. your did this with your through your intuitive side. Yeah, yeah. The intuitive okay. side was either the third eye type of was starting to get more developed and uh, more apparent that I was picking up more uh, more than the 3D messages that everybody gets. Uh, in day-to-day life and uh, so um, and I was doing some reading so I decided one day I, I was going to uh, focus on my intent on on the once I saw the picture of Sal I wanted to focus my intent on him and ask questions using a, pen, a pendulum 
and uh, and whatever came across to me as I was using that. Yeah. So I had to come up with a series of yes/no questions, and then I and I gave those during our last presentation. Yes. Uh, now to get the name part, um, that just kind of just came into my mind immediately mm-hmm. uh, when I was kind of making an inquiry about the name. Uh-huh. So it just it was it was very instantaneous, and almost. And then I says, "Is your name Cell?" And I got complete verification with the pendulum. Okay. And so I just went off that assumption. Okay, he wants to be called Sam. It may not be. Probably in a language can't understand. But as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, he wants to be tagged by Sal, yeah. and that's how I'm going to address him when I okay. make these inquiries. But uh, it was interesting because what happened was, well, now that I'm seeing him show up there, because I wasn't looking at the micro level. I was looking at something big in my picture. I wouldn't bother. I didn't want to see little insects or anything yeah. wrong. Yeah. So I said, well, I've taken several hundreds of pictures the last four years, so I started going back. Just a few. <laughs> and then the, the pit, and then in, uh, in a brush pile from 2014 when I was having all these other experiences, I had this picture, and I looked down, and, and there was another stark human little face that was looking at me, and that was wow. the picture before um, the Sal picture, and I actually showed the little yellow outline, white outline of him, and I, I'm pulling this picture up, enlarging it, and taking a look, and I said, oh, my. I said, I can't believe this. This is this is just like out of the mythology book. It's yes. Just, they're really there, you know, and because I saw the first group of them uh, in 2015, I, I got several other indications that they were there. And Don't then they, now. they look Irish? They do, and I and some of the ones I've shown actually look like leprechauns. Yes, they do. Yes. Yes. So, Derby hats, little square glasses. Oh, and I showed all those, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, the face feature on Sal, it looks yes. very Irish to me. It's a very fair skin. Remember the one that you showed of the girl that had the long red hair? Oh, yes. That's yes. Irish, man. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, with her and uh, the the one I just showed at the presentation where he's ho- holding his yes. thing in front of his face and you see part of his face, he's in the same area. He's right in this, off that creek, right, wow. right off that one area in the creek. So I think there's a... I, I'm just into it intuitively. I know that there's two or three areas right in that field of dreams area where they, yeah. they congregate. Well, you know, they, since you said that and you mentioned something earlier about this, the Bigfoot work, the, the stealthing, yeah. we kind of real quickly in our last presentation, we talked about how you think they might be, the Sasquatch might even be able to shrink down to the size of these little people and there's like portals. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean you remember I'm doing that? a lot of. I'm doing a lot of uh, over-the-top research on on portals, electromagnetic, uh, uh, electromagnetism, magnetism. Yeah, and yeah. frequency. Uh, it has it has everything in the world to do with their ability. I, I'm just correlating, connecting dots with a lot of things I've heard from other people. So uh-huh. Some some people I know re- remote viewed them before. But it, it does it makes sense. Yeah, I mean uh, how they can go from here to there immediately and disappear yes it just has to be some kind of access to portals well it's either portals or they become stealth yeah themselves and not dismissing i think they have a combination of things that they have at their disposal must have they even if they're physical they have a way to bend light around them as one method of of appearing stealth because they're still they still have physicality and and still it can, apparently can run through the weeds, and you can see the weeds rustle by, but you don't but you see can't a body. See them. Yeah. Okay, wow. now that leads me to my next point that I wanted to bring up today. Okay. 
the big question is, why haven't they ever found a body? Why don't they ever find a dead Sasquatch? They do have to die, this and that. Now, I heard, I don't know if it was you that said it or say yeah, it was you that said it. And I'm not saying this is the answer. I'm just saying this is something to think about to that question. Why don't we ever find a, a dead Sasquatch or a body or parts or something? And somebody made a good point, and I'm pretty sure it was you, Samantha, that said, you don't find a dead moose. You don't find a dead bear. They're usually eaten up, gone, taken away by other animals or whatever. That's one possibility. So now you mentioned the other possibility when you were at our showcase and your presentations. So that would being that they are interdimensional. They can take each other out when if something were to happen. or Well, they bury their dead, too. Okay, and that was where I was wanted to go to. Yeah, maybe they do that kind of. Well, thing. you got to assume that uh, the problem is people. You have to throw things out the window if you're trying to assume they're just an animal uh, less intelligent than people in the woods. I consider them probably more advanced than we are because they have an understanding of the earth and yeah. can actually do all these wonderful things of of stealth and portals and things like this. So. Um, obviously, they have a very, very structured uh, uh, society as well. And when any of them die, there's a lot of, uh, I'm sure that they they immediately come together to um, uh, to take care of their dead so that they're not found. Okay. They're I either mean, buried or whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, we do the same thing. You don't do. see bodies of humans laying around <laughs> anywhere lately. Well, not at least in this country. Well, you know, as many, as many decades, centuries that there's been the sightings and stories They've yeah. got to be pretty smart to stay as hidden as they've been. Oh, Don't, yeah. I mean, yeah. that doesn't um, come just like... Well, as, as this has been explained to me by um, a couple of people, that um, when Patty showed up, it was a, it was done on intentional as a way to... They wanted to make contact with oh. us. And, and there, it should have gone the right way, but over the years... That didn't quite pan out. Man, man stepped in. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously, uh, with the uh, jokesters the, and the. The problem is, uh, if it came right down to it, um, if there was an official acknowledgement that they existed, first thing that would happen was be you get just a portion of the population would go out and hunt it, exactly. and kill it, exactly. uh, kill him, and and I would rather have them stay hidden and be um, a myth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for their own protection and interact with us yeah. the way they can yeah the yeah. few of us that they they are interacting with a few of us mm-hmm. i'd rather keep it that way until mankind grows up mm-hmm. I, I couldn't have said it better okay i got to change the subject okay. i don't want to run out of time all right when you you have pictures of these things and you showed us and it's a phenomenal to look at but they they give signs or they do markings or something of their presence that they were there or that they are there. I don't know what the case is, but they'll take trees and bend them into certain shapes. Sometimes they'll lean them over and make certain shapes. One thing you noticed is that they had a very similar, a big similarity to runes, R-U-N-E-S, rune symbols. And you studied the rune symbols and you got into that a little bit to understand more about what they were showing. Like, as, as an example, an X, mm-hmm. something that looked like a, I would describe as an upside-down fish hook, um, those kind of things. Tell me, tell us about that. Well, yeah, that's, you know, I got into that to learn a little bit more about it. And uh, the X is, as far as, can have a couple of meanings, but it was interesting. I, I can't call at the moment on the rune meaning of the X. But 
but for That's them. Part, partnership, yeah. love, fortune, divine union. Okay. Um, the, uh, the X in, in, from, can be a welcome, mm-hmm. you know, for, um, you see them and you see them all over the forest actually. So there's X's, uh, for the welcome. It also could be boundary markings, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the young, for, it's not for the humans, obviously, because you know, think about it. Most humans wouldn't know what an X is. That's true. Okay. So it really has to be something either for specific humans that are really picking up on this, you know, that are really, they're connecting with. Is there a form of contact with us, or it's the other uh, force mm-hmm. in, uh, entities that uh, to you know, not only the Sasquatch but also to let uh, an indicator for other entities out there. And all of the it. all of these formations of trees, the movement of trees, the bending and breaking of trees into specific looking symbols—they're not natural. No, and and I went out to to the uh, other side of Mount Rainier, you know, and uh, they had. Uh, tree snaps like up 20 feet up and they're they're snapped down but they're still connected Mm -hmm. but they're not cut they're they're pushed down what could do that for us a bear's not going to climb up top of that tree and do that right and see that would be the the upside down fish hook that i was describing yeah which represents spirituality and and Uh i've seen i have pictures of what i i'm finding more and more pictures that correspond to our rune symbols which is awesome It's well worth the research into that a little bit more. Yeah. That's awesome. I wonder what that means. Okay, and then one other thing. The, 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 your method of contacting, sometimes you play a, what I would describe, or maybe you describe better, a flute. Mm-hmm. A wood flute in Native American style flute, I guess? It would be uh, probably a, a, a based on a Lakota flute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you, so you, when you're mm-hmm. in the woods, sometimes you play this and... I shouldn't say woods in the forest. In the, uh, either, um, <laughs> but you you play the flute and yeah. you just like it's more for you for relaxation. But all of a sudden, you find that you're in contact. Yeah, it's it's yeah, first of all, I they understand English. They completely understand English, and 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 you've seen the letters they put up in the trees. Uh, yeah, like a letter P, mm-hmm. the uh, serif font. And then which is the, another the, rune symbol. Which uh, is happiness, harmony, joy, blessing, mm-hmm. affections, desire. Okay. And, and, okay. and uh, yeah, so they've been they've been actually trying to engage in communication by doing that. Wow. Uh, I've also indicated to them I actually have a certain when I play the flute. There's a certain two tone uh, call that I'll do twice, and I'll tell them as when you hear that, come on out, and then I'll play you some music. They okay. actually love the music. <laughs> And then they'll come out for the specific purpose of hanging. I said, I want you guys to hang out, and some of you wave and all that. And then I'll take a picture of the background oh, of around cool. the ground area. That's and then cool. it's only later when I get on the computer that I can actually see different entities actually doing that, whether they're, they're that some of them are really small, some are a little bit larger, you know, the little people, or what yeah. general category you call the elementals or whatever. But um, it's really work because I can't see them with my eyes. Okay. Yeah. It just, either it's just not going to work. Uh, I have to use I have to use technology to be able to see what we're seeing. Well, that makes sense. I yeah. mean, and I think just, that's why they've never been discovered before. I can yeah. feel them. You, you know? know, there's the third eye. Sure. There's a third eye connection, but yeah. but when it comes to our weak old physical eyes, it's a different matter. Okay, so I have a, uh, just one last big, we big question. An, yeah, we got to make an announcement. Should we be afraid when we go into the woods? Obviously, you're not. You're comfortable. They're comfortable with you. You've established that joining or that connection. But should the average Joe or Sally walking out in the forest 
Should they be afraid? Well, you you should be concerned about your environment and not necessarily to be afraid of them, but I would be concerned about the normal, typical things that when you get, you know, using common sense like bears or you need to know your area. Cougars, yeah. we still have some of those out there. Carrying bear spray is a smart thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I would never advise anybody. They have to know their environment, carry appropriate things. However, uh, don't, don't. Don't bring a weapon out there for the exactly. express purpose of protecting yourself against a Sasquatch. The most they'll do is, if they don't want you in an area, they'll kind of frighten you off with, with their with a scream or they'll kind of throw rocks but yeah. not actually hit you. Yeah. You yeah. know, and if you get something like that, then then leave. Just just walk away. You know? I think they're very Don't well run, just empathic. walk. They can okay. tell if we're good or bad. Yeah. I and, really think and that. And if you don't believe in Sasquatch, or even if you do, or the little peoples of the forest, go to our website at psychicspectrum.com, click on the Samantha Ellen Ritchie tab that I've built, look at the pictures on the website. It's like, how can you possibly deny this? And all the important information is there also, right, for her website and ways yes. to get all a hold Yes, all the of contact information, okay. how you can get her book called The Sasquatch Journey Through the Veil has multiple, multiple pictures in there of what we're talking about. I counted them. I think there was 30 pictures. I'm not sure. I can't remember now. But Well, I also do an online plug at planetsasquatch.com. So just go to that website. Okay. Oh, okay. And that might lead you to um, everything else. Yeah. Our time is up for today. Our time but is I'd up. But I'd love to say thank you for coming, sure, Samantha, and giving it. us all the information mm-hmm. that yes. you've given us. Thank and you. I hope you'll come back again when we can delve okay. into this a little bit. Absolutely. Okay. So what do we got going on for next week, Skip? Well, next week we have another special, really special guest with an experience that you wouldn't believe. It talks about past lives. We're going to prove past lives exist. We have Jenny Coquel live on the phone from England. Our topic will be Jenny's lifelong quest to discover and prove her past lives, that she's done two past lives, irrefutable proof, pictures, uh, contact everything. She's written several books on it, and her new book is out. We're waiting for it to come. We're going to read it real quick this week and be able to talk about it with her. We'd also like to acknowledge our sponsor for the show, Ginger's Pet Rescue. Go to her website, look at the dogs available for adoption, pick your next best friend forever at her next adoption, adoption event near you. The website is gingerspetrescue.com. Oops, sorry, dot org. Dot sorry. org, yep. Oops. So what? As we close our show for today, we'd like to leave you with one last thought. As our theme song says, what a wonderful wonderful world. world.